Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Ultras Eleven. I'm Joe, and I'm Alex. And um, today we got some top topper. Wow, already starting with the verbal diarrhea. We got some controversial topics on the agenda. Um, It's been yeah, see, (laughs) but it's something that's been kind of dominating the headlines. It's something we want to talk about. Um, So we're going to talk about Mason Greenwood and Benjamin Mendy. Mm. Um, Before we get started into that, though, uh, please, please, please be sure to subscribe. Like, comment, tell us what you think, whatever it is. Um, this week, you're going to see on our TikTok, we're dropping a hot new segment. We're calling it Ultras Parlay. It's pretty fucking crazy. Um, yeah. Basically, Al and I, what we're doing is we're selecting one game of the week, like probably the, like, the most entertaining game. Yeah. And we're trying to build you a bet that, you know, could win you some money. Obviously, again, there's some sort of incentive for us as well. Whoever's the most right by the end of the year. Well, I mean. Yeah, it's not it's not just for, you know, helping out you guys. Well, you, even though we know we would always want to help out uh, our fellow males to win some money, but this is not just, uh, just hey, a little fe- or helping, females. helping, yeah, or females too, but you know, more males. most of the dudes always better than soccer. So dudes being guys, guys yeah, being dudes, ex- exactly. But it's not just uh, you know a, a, a help out, you know, to everybody else. It's a little game between me and Joseph over here. Yeah. So without giving up too much information, because next week sometime we plan on releasing a whole YouTube video. It'll mm-hmm. be only exclusive at one point. On our YouTube, um, but yeah, before without giving out too much, it just involves kind of like a public embarrassment thing that neither of us would like to be caught dead doing at all, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that'll be the little hint. Yeah. So next week, be sure to tune in on our YouTube for that because yeah, we it definitely should, will have something up for there. It should be dropping when uh, when the next week's episode on the Tuesday hopefully comes out. It'll be out. Uh, actually, no, sorry, we might do the the TikTok little short version come out on the Tuesday Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then that video will probably come out. Usually, it'll be on the Friday, just before the weekend, yeah. before the games, just to kind of get people ready for uh, those bed and fingers ready for the weekend. Yeah, and we all know I like to bet my little two dollar yes. bets. But me, me and Joseph have our fun betting. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, back to the controversy that surrounds football. Um, if you didn't know about Mason Greenwood or Benjamin Mendy, um, they were both accused of rape, attempted rape. Let's goes on, especially for Mason Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not lawyers. Again, we're not judges. We're not even the law. We're not condoning anything. We're not even saying it's right. Not a lawyer. We're just whatever is given to us. We are going to comment on or speculate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to talk about what what's happening with both the players yeah, now. Pretty much. Um, so both the players, both of their <laughs> charges were dropped or they weren't found guilty. Um, Benjamin Mendy is now playing for Lorient, and Mason Greenwood actually doesn't have a club, and it's kind of difficult for him to even get into a club right now. Mm-hmm. Um, is United right for trying to cut ties with Mason Greenwood? Um, well, I mean, it's yes and no for me, like personally, like I I don't agree with it, but then again, like, you know, I'm not in their shoes, but like, I understand where they're coming from by doing it because like they're already a team that, you know, right now they're not like, they're not in the press for, you know, the right reasons. Mm -hmm. They're always, you know, they're not you know, playing up to their standard or where they should be. And, you know, they have all this, uh, all this pressure on them and, and everybody's at their throat. You know, you add this guy to the mix. It's just like, it's just more, you're adding more fuel to the fire. That is man United. So I don't think for like, for that reason, that's kind of why they wanted to steer clear. Mm -hmm. Plus also another big thing is like, just because like the situation itself already is like sketchy, like the girl that all the stuff happened with Greenwood, like he's still with her and they have a kid together. So it's, it's, you know, is the case really, you know, clear? Is it something that, you know, if they get another fight a couple years down the road that she's going to, you know, bring back up and, and start a whole new yeah. case and it's going to be an ongoing thing with him? 
So I think that they kind of like, you know, they, they understand, you know, he's a, he's a good player. He showed a lot of promise. Like to when he, when he did play at the beginning, like they, he was, they thought he was gonna be the next big thing for them. Yeah. I still see that in him, but I get where man United, like where they're coming from with this whole, not bringing him back. Like I, I get it. Yeah. So uh, for me, I, I think it's more of the, like, I understand where they're coming from, especially because there's such a huge team mm-hmm. globally, not just within England. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, like, you don't want that negative publicity. Mm-hmm. And I get pu- any publicity is publicity. And it's always good to be in like the talk of the news and whatever. But that kind of publicity you don't want to have, especially yeah. being united. Um, so, like, I understand where they're coming from, whether, like, the charges were dropped, whether, like, you know, whatever the outcome was. Mm-hmm. I think they actually did the right thing here. Because, again, it's not something I would want my team to be a part of. You know, yeah. like, essentially, I, I mean, I don't see it that way. But the public, I will look at it as like, yeah, United's condoning what he did. Yeah. Even though he was found That's not what guilty I mean. like, and people whatever. Are, you people know? always turn it back onto them and they don't want that. Yeah. Um, so, like, when you're charged with such a crime as rape, um, is there, do you believe it's correct for these players to essentially their career to be over? Or do you, like, have, like, a little bit of, like, a respect for Lodiant and taking that chance with a guy like Ben Mendy, given, you know, his, I mean, I, I feel like once kind of like once everything's all, all cleared up and, and sorted, like if they're, whether, if they're going to do, they have to do time or, or what it is mm-hmm. once that's all sorted. I mean, like I wouldn't, like depending on, like, I don't know for me, I like, you know, people will probably argue this and say, yeah, you know, like it's, you know, they should, or that I don't think their career should be like over. I think, you know, they should still be given a chance and not, you know, yeah. maybe not handed something right away. Less like a top team, they got to work to get back there, especially mm. like ben, like Mendy. He was on City. He was already there. You know, start back from the bottom, work your up, prove yourself that, you know, that was just, you know, that was the old you. You grew up now and now, you know, your head's where, you know, your head's straight. It's where you're supposed to be. And you're just like, that's your main focus. You're not yeah. going to fuck up how you did before and, and you know, do whatever you did. But they got to prove themselves. They can't just be given, you know, the chance. And that, that, that's another thing going back to like Greenwood is, you know, him going back to United, them taking him back. It's almost like again, you know, he can do something to that severity and get away with it, and you know, he'll take a you know a year and a bit off, but then he'll be right back to where yeah. he was. Yeah. So like, like that's like I get it. Like it's you know, it's it's kind of not a like it's it's a punishment kind of. You know, yeah. you gotta a you're gonna you know if you're gonna come back whatever, yeah okay. You might not be happy of where you're playing, but hey, prove that you want to be here. Prove mm-hmm. that this is where your head's at. You're not just doing this. You're making money, and then you're acting like a, a, an idiot on the weekends. Yeah. But so why do you think so many teams are hesitant to sign Greenwood then? Given like. I, I do agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. Like yeah. the whole second chance thing, like I'm a firm believer in like, you know, especially when you're a guy like Greenwood's age, mm-hmm. you fall into this money. Maybe you never had it. I don't know the guy's fucking past life. I don't care to learn it either. Yeah. But you know, like maybe he didn't have that money and maybe like comes from this, comes from that, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And man with money, you know, he kind of felt this power trip. Yeah. Did what he thought was right in the moment. Not again, not condoning it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, um, why do you think, so many clubs are still hesitant though on, to on sign Greenwood. Greenwood. But like again, going back to Ben Mendy here, he yeah, he there wasn't signed. a hesitation, yeah. like a, a smaller club picked them up right away. With with Greenwood, Matt, it's a unique situation. I think it's it like teams are looking at it comes down to just the fact of how it ended and and again, like dude, like it it <laughs> this guy this guy had a rape case with this girl, and there was proof, there was everything that she released the videos. And then she's still like she's with him now, still mm-hmm. with him, currently in a relationship with him. The guy who you know beat her and, and raped her and did all these things. Yeah, and they're still together, and they have a kid together. Yeah. So 
teams are going to like teams. They're like, at the end of the day, no matter how good of a player is, they're going to look at that situation and be like, I don't want any part of that Mm -hmm. because that can go south real quick. And then obviously if, you know, he's playing for our team, we're going to be linked to that. And we're going to be put in that, you know, that bad, like in the bad spotlight. Yeah. And no one wants to be in that. No one wants to put themselves in that position. And it's, again, it's not a guy like, you know, okay, Mendy got signed, but like, like if Greenwood was a guy like Neymar or, you know, something to that level, yeah. teams would, would be like, yeah, you know what, whatever, fuck the risk. Like, I'm taking no problem. Yeah, yeah. Greenwood, he was still so young and so, yeah, he looked good, but you can take this guy now and he can just be absolutely shit. We've yeah. seen it so many times with these young players that they know they look good and then, you know, as the time goes, they just, they never could take the next step. They just kind of plateau. Yeah, they fall off. And they just stay there and then they're like, the teams are like, okay, wow, like, you're you're not good enough for our team you know you're getting benched or we're getting rid of you yeah and i think with him it's it, like that that's that's another big thing is he's not really proven so teams are not gonna be like they're not gonna be like oh my god yeah we won't you know greenwood united's not taking him let's go for him yeah they're not gonna be like sweating over this guy like they he's gonna end up going to a team that his agent or something's gonna probably have to end up like forcing him them to be like okay fine like you know we'll take him then actually a team coming in and saying no no we want him now and there's gonna be kind of like a war for him like i don't mm-hmm. think it'll get to that with him so if you're if you're Mason Greenwood, what would your next step be? Because you we already seen that he just recently he ended up pulling himself away from United, mm-hmm. saying he doesn't like he doesn't want to put them through that like whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you already cut ties with United. Um. What would your next step be if you obviously you want to continue in this? If I'm whole him. Path you know football. everything now. All that stuff. It's it's in the past, and now it's just getting back into the game. If I'm Greenwood right now. I'm training every day as hard as I can, making putting myself in the best possible shape that I have to be in, mm-hmm. making myself ready and trying to just shop my shop myself, my agent to these, you know, smaller maybe even a, a championship team. It's like if it has to be for, you know, for uh, the one season just to get your foot in the door yeah. that you can get noticed again because once you go to a, you know, a cha- even if it's a championship te- uh, team, he goes there. He starts lighting it up consistently like week in and week out. Mm-hmm. It might not be, you know, United or City or, you know, Liverpool. But, you know, teams will start looking at him in the Prem, in other leagues and say, you know what, maybe now I'll take a risk on him. You know, now we'll, you know, we'll, we'll try to see what we can do. If we can, you know, get a deal in for him, bring him over, give him a go, see what, see how he goes. Yeah. Then I can see people. But now, too much of a risk. I think for me, it's a it's like a calculative risk, right? I, I think what he did, it's obviously not right, not mm-hmm. condoned. Um, it's still like you still see it on TikTok almost every day. Those like the voice clip of what he was saying to his yeah. girl. Like, no matter no matter what, Money, that, yeah. you know, like it's fucked up. <laughs> it's there. It's fucked up. So like for me, I would, if I'm in Greenwood's position, I would actually seek counseling of sorts. You know what I yeah. mean? Like take this time away from the sport to actually do you and work on maybe yourself. mature, maybe like whatever. And that's the thing. Uh, if you had that potential in a year, you may still have that potential. You yeah. know what I mean? Like obviously, if you're doing the right things. But a team is more likely to take you on if they seem like you've matured mentally, you've matured in other ways. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right now, it's it's a huge gamble. Like, even I saw Roma, my team, was linked with Greenwood. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I knew the potential Dude, even, he even had. Even we were. He was, yeah. at our, he was at the game. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You say what you say. No, quickly. I saw him in the stands, and I was like, "The fuck is that Greenwood?" And then after the game, I saw he was with Pogba, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, like, like, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I would love if Roma went after him. You know, free agent, huge fucking ceiling. You don't know what to expect. Mm. But it's just you know, like it's that negative publicity that follows. 
that constant, like, you know, like no matter what he does, unless he genuinely fixes himself, like he'll always be known mm. as like that guy that did that. You know what I mean? Like um, Ben Mendy, like I think he did it correctly. You know, like he kind of took all that time off of the sport out of front away from the sport. He went to a lower team, you know, mm. like he's trying to build himself back up. He even said, I want to fall back in love with the sport. Like he's just doing him. Yeah. And you know what? Like for me, like I would say, like, I respect that. Yeah. Oh, more. yeah. No, I- Hundred um, percent. It's it's not a matter of like if the crime actually happened or not. We don't know. We weren't there. Obviously, yeah. no one was there. It's just what they do after and and the reaction after all that happens yeah. and what and you know how they move and what their what their next thing is. And Mendy's doing like I agree with you. He's doing it right. Greenwood, you got to see. Like I still think you know he's when you when you got that kind of money at such a young age, man. Like you get you get so entitled and and that's how like you can tell it. And like, hearing like those like those sound clips and like the videos and stuff. Yeah. It's just an entitled guy that had way too much money for at his age and just mm-hmm. didn't couldn't take no for an answer because he never heard no as an answer. Yeah, because he could just throw money at it, right? And that I hope that mentality over the last couple of years he kind of grew out of and got smart that, okay, hey, you know what? I, I still got to be smart. I can't just, you know, have everything like, you know, there is times I, I will not and I got to be able to accept that. Hopefully he worked on himself in that because if he didn't and he's going to be another diva. Uh, his career is yeah. well well over yeah oh yeah it's it's just it's again his reaction it's like again it's a huge gamble for any bigger team or you know like any team that's trying to compete in europe mm-hmm. um i think it's a huge gamble and even though i could look at you and say united could actually work with the guy like him right now like, oh yeah dude. as a player on the field he like would, whatever he like, would fit well for that. yeah you know what i mean like his profile like that's something that ten hog would look for that's something that united need like for roma i know we need a guy like that too juve i'm sure you wouldn't bat an eye if like he went there, them. like obviously not under the certain circumstances, certain circumstances. Um, but switching over to not as vicious crime, but still a crime nonetheless. Um, kind of linked to what we were talking yeah, about at the beginning whole, with the ultras parlay. Yeah, you know this is all coming back full <laughs> circle in life. You know, um, betting has been something that's kind of been around forever. You know, whether you're betting your lunch uh, during recess, you know, anything like that. Um, there's an old saying that you know. Bet on yourself. Yeah. Some players, though, kind of took that literally, and they were actually playing Way the sport. too literal. <laughs> yeah. So um, right now as well, we saw with <clears> – <throat> there's a long list of players. Obviously, like through time, players have always bet on themselves, on this, on that, whatever. You already saw recently Ivan Tony. He's serving a suspension for over 230 breaches or something like that within gambling. Um, now we have Lucas Paqueta, who's facing some sort of charge for betting as well. Whether he did it or people close to him, I'm not really sure of it all. Mm. Um, again, we're not discussing if he's guilty of it or not. We're just discussing the repercussions of these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Al, I'm going to ask you this. Do you actually see something wrong with a player betting on themselves? Yes. Now, let me put it into like, let me, <laughs> yes. let me play devil's advocate here because I like, this is my theory. Okay. If I'm betting you know, like I'm a professional player. I'm betting that I get a yellow card and we lose the game. Like a negative bet towards myself, mm-hmm. then I could understand where there would be a problem. But if I'm betting that we're going to win and I'm going to score, I don't really see that as being a problem because does the other team know I'm placing this bet? No. Is there something in it for them? No. You know what I mean? Like, is that really such a bad thing? For me, it's 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 a bad thing just because if you can... Yeah, at the end of the day, like you can't say, oh, you know, this is okay and this is not. It has to be no all around just mm-hmm. to make it because yeah, yeah. that's you got to set up the rules. But if it's something like a like a bet that you can tamper with and you can manipulate the game for certain things to happen, I mean, 
yeah, man, that's a big problem. And like, that's, and that, that's where all the, the, all these cases, that's what the issue is. It's not like he was placed like, you know, you heard a story, they were placing bets for them, their team to win or this people do that all the time. That's it's, you know, let's, you don't really hear about it. Oh, it's more when it starts getting a detailed bet because now you can bet on fucking everything, man. You can yeah. bet that if the guy leaves and goes to the bathroom during the game. How many <laughs> times true, does actually. that? How many times uh, Foden dabs up his son? Like you can literally bet on almost everything nowadays. So that's where I can see them now kind of being more harsh than and punishing people just because now you can do things that you can manipulate a game but not be so obvious. Like before it was like, you know, like let's just say, okay, whatever. Quick example, Bajo, you missed the penalty. Yeah. You know, people could say, oh, you know, whatever it was money, this we no one's ever going to know. Yeah. But let's just say that right there. Someone says, hey, we're going to offer you money. If it goes to penalty shootout, you have to miss. Yeah, they're, they're manipulating the game. Yeah. And a guy like that, if it happens and they're caught doing that, should be fine. And it's the same thing as placing a bet like that, whether it's, you know, a yellow card or, or corners to be taken or how many fouls your team gets in a game. You can manipulate those things. You can do certain things that you'll you know you're gonna hit those numbers mm. so it's like I mean, it, for me I, I don't like it I, I don't when i hear the players doing it man like it just it's scummy like hey if you want to you know tell your mom hey place a bet that our team's gonna win because you know i'm confident we're gonna win go ahead but when you start kind of you know doing other things and saying to do this or do that it gets a little bit wishy-washy and that now, i don't like now let me put something into context for you as well here Ivan Tony is serving up to eight months of suspension. Mm-hmm. That means he can't train with the squad. He's not playing. He's not like doing any yeah, of that. He can't he's be just anything included. Staying at home, squad. doing his own thing or whatever the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe betting still. I don't know. Um, then you also look at Greenwood. Greenwood essentially, like, after the charges were dropped, he was eligible to play mm-hmm. again. Almost right away, it didn't matter. It just happened, you know, timelines and United was staying strong with their whole suspension mm-hmm. thing. But do, do you see a problem with that? That you know they're kind with of the, taking a, with the, yeah. You know what I mean, it's. I feel like that's just you know you wayfind find a hole with with the rules and everything. So you know some rules are you know way too like harsh, and some are just like you're like how do you not even get punished for that? And mm-hmm. that's a prime example right there. You know a guy gets you know charged and and accused of rape, and you know they can come back right away after once once uh, you know everything's all cleared and and the and the courts are all done. But then a guy that okay yeah still you know it was it was it's a bad thing to do and no player should be doing it. But to suspend him for eight months or, you know, even more, depending on, you know, if, if Paqueta now gets found guilty and they, you know, they say, yeah. OK, he was even more, more charges and he's going to be even liable, you know, 12 months or 10 months, whatever. Mm. It's like it, that's that's kind of crazy. Like they have to come up with something, especially now with with all this be- these betting websites and how it's just become it's always been big. But now it's just it's getting well, even once, bigger. Man. Once you can do things on the Internet, you yeah. don't have to go to like a casino. You don't have to go somewhere to actually like place bets. That's where everything just, you know, the rules fall out the window and everything just goes crazy. Yeah, convenience isn't actually that convenient. It's, yeah, it's more of a problem. Exactly. And that's, and that's what this is. I think they have to come out now that they see that, you know, okay, clearly it's not just one guy. Now it's becoming, and it's probably a lot more that they don't even know about. They have to look at the rules and say, okay, you know, you get caught one time, um, you know, doing better a, a certain because how many how many charges did uh, tony have tony had up to 232 i think it was or so 236 you, somewhere so you, in the 230 so you set like things like you know if you get found guilty of like you know 150 or less you get a 500 a $100, fine mm-hmm. you get caught with you know 200 between 203 you get a you know, five games, 10 game suspension and a $25,000 fine. And then you like, you, you have a kind of a thing that basically, well, if these players, you know, kind of fuck up and they, you know, kind of bet a couple times, just try it out. 
they won't be as punished as mm-hmm. someone that's done yeah. it, you know, yeah. just abused the system and was just doing it every game. Yeah. Like they, that's what they have to come up with. And, and to have a guy that, you know, got accused of rape, basically just going back right into a team right after. And a guy that bet has to, now he's out for eight months. Like, and he lost out had, of a world like, cup opportunity yeah, while he was being I investigated. Know. You know, that whole thing has to change. Like they, they have to, you know, really look at those kind of those rules there mm-hmm. and how they're going to discipline people going forward. Because yeah. like this, eventually like someone's going to come out and say something. I'm surprised no one has yet. <laughs> well, for, for me, it's like, okay. I, and I get that gambling is like a big addiction. It's like a mental illness. Oh, Some yeah. may, may even say, you know, but for me, it's, you shouldn't really suspend the player for that long of time. You should, Maybe, yeah, obviously give them a suspension, give them some sort of repercussion, find them, sure, of course, but you should also then kind of help them to seek guidance. You know yeah. what I mean? Like send them to like a Gambler's Anonymous thing. Make sure they're going to like almost like community service hours mm-hmm. rather than, you know, like let me take this away from you now altogether and you're going to serve as much of a punishment as a guy that is accused of rape. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like that's where I think the whole public figure thing comes into play and it's like, oh yeah, we just don't want negative publicity at all, so fuck these guys. Yeah. Let's throw them to the curb. Um, moving forward in, in Paqueta's case, uh, you saw just before those reports emerged about him betting or whatever it was, his family betting, he was linked with a transfer to city. Um, once the news kind of, they were, they were close. Yeah. They almost agreed on everything. They really wanted him. Like they were, they were going to, they were going to pay whatever the amount was to secure that transfer. And then once the news emerged about the whole betting scandal, that's when they pulled out and, you know, like they denied, Oh yeah. Like, you know, like, Oh, that's not why we're pulling out. No, no, no. Like it's only going to fuel like people, people's theories about that. You know what I mean? Why are you denying something that's, that's so very odd. Like literally as soon as the accusations came out, city pulled out of race, they're not interested in Paqueta anymore. Yeah. Why? As, as they're starting central attacking midfielder went down and is out now for four months, could be even more. Like what better timing that you know like this guy comes available, you're going all in for him, and then all of a sudden, this whole betting thing comes out, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, no, we're good. We're not gonna. We don't yeah. want him. We don't, and, we're not and, interested in signing." And him see, anymore. my my thing is this: like, um, like this kind of image for him, uh, like for like City to not go after Paquette anymore. Again, this is only us fueling a rumor. Mm. Um, like, should that even take a toll on his career and opportunity? Seeing as how gambling, technically speaking, mm. gambling isn't illegal. You know what I mean? Like gambling is something anyone could do. It's just obviously like gambling on your games is frowned upon or whatever. Clearly. Oh, frowned upon. Again, it's, it's illegal it, in that regard. Man, you can you can tamper with the game. It's it's the same. It's like it's like can you can you drink and play soccer? George Best did it. Yeah, but that's and he was a fucking weapon. It's George Best, man. You're talking about like the like the seventies now. 60s. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he was better than probably half the players nowadays. Think yes. about it. Yes. No, I'm kidding. But I, I don't. I don't know. For me, I don't. I don't think it should be taking a toll on his career to like to that extent that City's looking like, oh yeah, we're pulling out. Oh no, no, you know I what I mean? Like, in, in that it, sense, but but again, they don't want to be involved because if let's say they sign him now in a in a month, two months time, stuff actually starts coming out and they find proof on this guy, then what? Then 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 it's City's mess now, and they got all this publicity on them, and not for the the right reason that they want the publicity mm-hmm. to be on them. So. That's why they, they it's it's obvious why they pulled out, man. It's not like and they're, and they're trying. No, we didn't. That's not the reason. We you know we're just not interested anymore. That's not the the view of the club, buddy. Bullshit. That's you. Literally, just the betting happened, and you were like, yeah, yeah. okay, we're not uh, we're not going for this guy. I don't know. For for me, I just feel like that's just that's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it's just absolutely absurd. Like it, there shouldn't be such a harsh punishment, especially now that like this is gonna affect Paqueta's career almost. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not as if he even bet. It's his family members that were betting. Yes, but you know, then that's there was like he, he's still technically tampered with the game. I get, I get well, that. You get told, hey guys, uh, you know this game here, 
I bet I'm going to get a yellow card in the first half. I'm going to I'm going to make sure I get it. Gets a yellow card because it's not that hard to do. You can yeah, very just, you can just go get a yellow card. It's not hard. And then they won a lot of money because they all max betted. Yeah. So again, I'm not saying that you know it's because it, these are just rumors and, st- and stories you hear. This can all be made up. It cannot be you know it could, none of it could be true. But from what what if that's the case and that's actually what happened, it's it's going to be hard for him to fight it because mm-hmm. they were all brand new accounts for apparently all brand new accounts. Yeah, and they were all, all regi- they all everyone that it was thing. They were all people that were either his family or connected to him, like friends or whatever, yeah. friends of friends. Like it was all people around his inner circle. Yeah. So it's going to be hard for him to get out of that one. Yeah. Well, transferring over to the transfer market briefly, because this betting stuff, we'll never understand everything yeah. fully, you know? And it's going to be, and I, I feel like it's going to just, this season, it's going to be more and more. Players yeah. Players you're like, always going to, this guy's being be investigated. Something. This guy's being investigated. I'm surprised Buffon hasn't been investigated now that he's retiring. Yeah. You know, like throw him in jail. That guy's for sure bet on everything. Oh, I'll sure. put money on it too. <laughs> See me betting right now. Um, but no, there's something I want to touch upon right now, getting away from the whole, you know, uh, what's the word I was looking for? Conspicuous, not conspicuous, whatever. The stuff that we shouldn't be talking, controversial. Getting away from all the controversy right That's now. And whatever. Stuff, I know, man. but I don't want people to feel offended or slighted over here. Um, I want to talk about briefly Mr. Big Romelu Lukaku. The most hated man amongst multiple fan bases. And the guy linked to both of our teams. And the guy <laughs> linked to both of our teams. Um, first off, I will ask you this. Because I feel like we've always kind of made a sub-comment about Lukaku and Juve. But let's actually discuss it for a brief moment here. Would you welcome him on Juventus? Not at now, all. Now, wait, wait. Before you say it, not at all. He's I coming on it. a loan. Chelsea's going to cover all his wages. And you know what? Just to spice it up to make it literally zero risk for you guys, he is a dry loan. No option or obligation to buy. Do you want him on Juve? No, I still don't want him on. I don't care really what the, what the money is, what benefit it is for. I, I, man, at the end of the day, like that guy's a cancer. People have said it before in the in the lock. He's not a guy that you know you want to have. In your, he's not like an Ebra that you know. Ebra, you bring Ebra on your team and into that locker room. You guys are growing another set of balls that right beside your actual mm. set of balls. Like he just he gave he 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 benefited teams. You saw that with Milan. Look, Pioli didn't do any of that when when Ibra went back there and Pioli went there. That was all Ibra. Ibra turned that that team's mentality three sixty. Like it completely like different team. Lukaku he needs a guy like Conti that put him in his place, told him what to do, and that's why he made him the player that he was. Yeah, that got to his head. He thought again he was you know the the, the big rom that you know everyone thought he was going to be. And he just completely went back to the shitter yeah. where everyone remembered he was. And I don't think a guy like that would, like, in any sense, ben- benefit you, no matter if Chelsea's paying for, even if Chelsea's giving out, like, they're saying, hey, no transfer fee, you pay him, and we're still going to pay his wages just because Todd has a lot of money and he doesn't know where to spend it. So we're still going to pay yeah, for them for the next four years. Either. Even if it said that to me, I wouldn't, I don't, like, I don't want a guy like that on my team. Yeah. From the soccer, like, soccer view of it, <laughs> He's an experienced striker that can help us out. But again, we're not in Europe. We have already, what, four strikers, including uh, Yildiz. So I wouldn't like, I'm sorry, five strikers, including him, because I forgot about Milik too. So I don't see the need in Lukaku. Like, I really do not get that. I didn't get the transfer when that was a rumor, but now it's still seeing apparently he still might come even with Lovic staying. Kind of I don't want him. I don't. I don't like him. I don't get it. That, if he like, came, if he ended up coming out of you know some miracle, whatever, I wouldn't like him until he had at least scored 
25 goals for me. No, you can't even, say that. You can't say it because I said that earlier today. Even if he scored 20 plus goals for Roma, if you go looking at the, the podcast a couple weeks ago when we were talking about him and Vlaovic swap, I even said for for me to even even say, hey, you know what, good game, Lukaku. He has to at least score 25 goals. Once he hits that mark, then I'll be like, hey, you know what, you know this guy, this guy, he's all right right now. Let's just yeah. see what let's see what happens. But he won't he he won't hit that. He's not that that year with Conti. That's long gone, and he's not ever reliving that form. Yeah, I feel I feel like like a like he's given, given Roma's position, I should twerk for a deal like that. You know what I mean? Like Lukaku on a free, this that whatever. Like I I should be going crazy considering even, even our, after the cock scored two goals. But no no no. But I'm saying like <laughs> I should be going crazy for that. But buddy, first off, there's no block in that cock anymore, buddy. <laughs> that cock is fucking being guided <laughs> by La Joya soon. Yeah. Gonna be crazy. Um, but no, I I. It just, I, I look at my team and I've always said the same thing. Like, yes, okay, I want to win. I want results. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of being this banter club. I'm tired of all of that fucking shit around that surrounds us. But for me, I, I would also look at you and say, I want my team to be very cohesive. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a guy like Lukaku, he knows how to kind of pull the wool over your eyes. Every team he's been on, at first they praise him what a good guy he is loyal he knows the exact like the perfect things to say to win over a fan base and even his teammates and then next thing you know the su- the, tr- the summer comes along and this guy's twerking for a move somewhere yeah. else it, it just to me like i don't want players like that on my team again the only way i would take him is if you literally literally gave him to us for free zero money involved and we could sell him the next year for 15 plus mil and he scored 20 goals in the year. Then I'd say, okay, you know what? I'm okay with Lukaku. Other than that, I do not but want that guy that on shit, my squad. He was on Inter, and then Inter sold him to, to Chelsea for a, way too much money. Inter won that deal. I think uh, they can uh, give themselves a pat on the True. back for that one because they absolutely bent over and fucked Chelsea on that deal. Yeah, no lube but either. No lube. He wanted to go back gross. there. He wanted to go back to his childhood club. He went over there. Midway through the season... Does an interview with Sky Sports, cries that he wants to go back to his childhood club, Inter, and he misses it there, and all he wants to do is just play for them. Chelsea was like, hey, what the fuck? Like, you know, we actually liked you. Like, how do, why would you come out and say this? Like, what the fuck? Everybody turns on him. He wants out. They want him out. He goes back to Inter on loan, and then, you know, everything's all good. He's back. Oh, you know, Lukaku's back, whatever. Even though the whole Champions League final thing with him standing in front of the net, everyone kind of put that past. They still liked him. Then after everything comes out that he's talking, he was in the meantime, I was talking to Juve, Inter's biggest rival, while still playing on Inter before the Champions League final. Inter fans, turn, like, how did, like, how does, how does this guy expect anybody to like him? Man, the worst part is it. None of these clubs are actually his childhood club. None of them. I'm are. gonna come on and say he, just he talks, started. Man. He started on Anderlecht. Yeah, his no childhood one else. club. Then he went That's to your childhood club, buddy. Then he went to Chelsea. Yeah, his childhood club. Then Wolfsburg. Then from, no, then from there. Was no, a Wolf- no Kevin Everton. Everton. Kevin, De- Kevin De Bruyne, Then he went to Everton, his West other Brom. childhood club. Actually, West Brom. West, was he going to West Brom before West Everton? Brom, Brom, Albion, then West Brom. Everton, then he went to Everton. Then, then went to United. And then for United to Inter. And they were all his childhood clubs. He, <laughs> he wanted to go there each time. That's, that's the only club they ever dreamed of playing for. And, uh, yeah, see, like same shit, bullshit shit like that. Like, it's... And listen, I find that people still believe it is, is we, crazy. We talk a lot about loyalty, about players, you know, staying loyal to the badge. And I, I'm a fucking nostalgia merchant. I'll be the first to look at you and say I prefer loyal players over everything. I'm trying to see football in a different way from all the criticism I get. It's 2023, you have to. Yeah. And, and like, I will even look at you, put aside the nostalgia, loyalty, this and that. A guy like that, he's not even good for money. No. You know, like, it's not like he generates, like, some sort of revenue. You know, like, when Roma signed Renato no Sanchez, him. 
when we signed Renato Sanchez, the only thing I looked at was like, yeah, okay, obviously, given his talent, he's a great fucking player from what everybody says, this and that, whatever. I'm literally just looking at him as he has never stayed loyal to any club. I'm looking at him as just money in the future for us. Exactly. If he, like, whatever. Obviously, let's hope he stays fit and actually has a value at the end of this year because I would love to sell him, cash in on 50 mil quickly, quickly to, like, fucking Real Madrid or something like that. But whatever. Lukaku doesn't give you any of that. Yeah. Like, like, like zero. <laughs> like, performance-wise, okay, you could look at me and say maybe he Dude, holds up no the ball. There's no benefit well. to having but the guy. He's he's ancient now to me. It's you know like it's, you it's move clubs past. yeah like you move clubs that often you're a, a a hazard everywhere you go and not even Eden Hazard you're just a hazard <laughs> for life like you're just so toxic. Yeah. I feel like I hate using the word toxic because I feel like those younger people and whatever. Joe, enough yeah. about Lukaku Sorry. and his toxic self Sorry, and just making him. you just you know talk all toxic. I learned about gaslighting. We, gaslights. <laughs> before we end things off today, Joe. Yeah, we got it. We, we can't just skip it. We, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about this weekend's fixture. The man. cock. We got to talk about the cock. the cock. I know it wasn't the result you wanted. Nah, dude. And I know you might, you know, you're a little bit skeptical of talking about <laughs> it, but we got to talk to Joe. Nah, you went and Roma. We're back, buddy. Nah, I, we started, I was going to say. Soccer's back. We actually got to enjoy football. <laughs> Calcio is back. Our teams, man. We got to see our teams again. I will talk about you. I was you talk about better. Roma. Deal? Okay, okay, deal, deal. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you there. But. No, no, I was just saying. Now we've like our teams are finally back, and it's just it's a whole different you know feeling when you're it's you know the week before we every year we always get to see you know the Prem come back La Liga, and it's always so exciting just because soccer's back. PSG and, like, tied both games. I know, I know. Sorry, Sorry. You guys fucking I know that. Suck I ass, that. And man. Oh, we never bumped in the first game, but he was there the second game. You guys still tied. You guys you all got rid of If you guys have any fans that you know, I know I don't even know if you have fans to even listen to this. But don't listen anymore. You guys stink. So just <laughs> no, that's, no, no, that's no. it. Just don't listen. Yeah, maybe don't. This listen. will be a PSG slander zone. Yeah, fuck. PSG. Give Donnarumma Messi, back. Now that to Messi's the... gone, yeah. Fuck PSG. Give Donnarumma back, and then you guys can Let him just fold as a club. Yeah, so and, and become Donnarumma. Actually, does Bernat still play on that team? I think yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's backup. Now give us Bernat. Yeah. I'll take him. Give Roma okay. Bernat as Donnarumma, and then call and it then Verratti will go to Napoli. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. So the first weekend. Sorry, first weekend, you know, it's, it's so amazing. Soccer's back. Finally, like, oh, my God, fuck summer. This is the best time of the year. It's true, actually. And then the second week comes, and Serie A comes back. Yeah. Our boys come back. That feeling just, you know, like when, you're, when your balls just drop when you were 11 years old, and you're like, my God, this is what it's dropped at 11? Well, yeah. then, you're young. Yeah. How's <laughs> a style here? When they feel like that, you're just like, fuck, man. That's what it feels like to be a man. That's what it felt like. Watching Juve again and watching Rome. I might have had gonorrhea at a young I might age, guys, if he had a tingle in his nuts. But but hey, I'm still here. I'm still kicking. Still doing well, dog. <laughs> Anyways, yes, yes. Go on. Before so, you start laughing, what did you think about Juve this weekend? I'm not going to lie. Initial you. thoughts. You know what? Okay, my pet peeve, I'm going to address one thing before I get to Juve, is their fan base. The Juve fan base makes me fucking sick to my stomach. Because... Rewind last year, they lost their first game. These guys were already fucking calling for Allegri's <laughs> head. He's a bum. He's a loser. Fuck that guy. The whole season, Allegri out. Allegri out. I, I can't remember the amount of times I've even heard it in my own household. Fuck this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, he does something. They win very nicely, too. Kiazza Vlaovic fucking banging and goes freely. Them connecting Sexual very well. You know, Rabiot making those deep runs. Everything's looking sexy. He gives the youngsters a chance on the wing, too. Like, whoa, this is actually Allegri. Now, they're all on him. 
yo, dude, he knows how to attack properly. He's doing this. He's doing that. Yeah, now you twerk for him. Whereas I always said, I love Allegri. So I digress. Fuck the fan base. Now, back to Juve's performance. It was actually very good. And I know Udinese is not a team to write home about. They're not a great team or whatever. But honestly, seeing Cambiasso on that wing, like a young Italian player, plays on both sides, like something like that. Like that's what gets me excited. And like you needed Juve to finally step up and start using their like their youngsters. Mm-hmm. Because I think therein lies their answer. Like whatever they're missing. You know, like Illing Jr., fantastic player, versatile. Mm-hmm. Sule, versatile. Uh, Cambiaso, versatile. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have all the makings. You saw Miretti start. He played very well. Fajoli came off the bench very fucking well. Chiesa looks like a man reborn. I'm not like I'm not even kidding. He scares the shit out of me now <laughs> because like that literally just looks like a guy that he has everything to prove. He didn't win a Euro apparently. He hasn't won anything. He's literally playing like a kid trying to prove his value to the world. Even when he scored, yeah, you his celebration, celebration like he literally silenced the fans. And I don't know what the fans did to him if they offended him in any way. But that celebration of him doing that, I'm just there like, damn. Like, that's not a side I want to come up with. Mm. Obviously, first game of the season, they're going to come out guns blazing, yes. But Juve looks very, very, very promising. It's the only weak part I noticed, I would honestly say, would probably be Alexandro. I think we can both agree on that. But I think that's just because it's like an Allegri comfort zone. You know, mm. just as he had that comfort zone with uh, Kadira mm. for that hot minute, like first eight games Kadira played, you know. I think Alexandra will be that guy as well yeah. until Gatti kind of earns those stripes again and like, you know, slots or they, in. when they sign a proper or, left, yeah, left-footed center yeah, back. Because that's, that's the only reason that he's still there. Yeah, and, and you know, Allegri's like, like very tactical that he demands like that okay. left-footed center back yeah. on the left side, you know? Um, so honestly, all in all, I would give Juve's performance like flawless. 10 out of 10. There's literally nothing I could say sucked about them. Even their Thank subs, you. everything was nice. That. Appreciate that. Lazio lost those. So fuck you guys. Lazio. Fuck you, Ignazio. Anyways, continue. Ignazio. Ignazio Abate. Abate. Yeah, yeah. yeah former yeah. former Lazio legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but onto so the thought, better side of Rome. Maybe not the performance. You know, you yeah, wouldn't yeah, want to start. No, no, listen, listen. You wouldn't want to start the season off with, or, you know, people are going to look at it as a, you know, a really big negative for Rome and for Mourinho. But I would like, like being, you know, a fan of another team and just looking at Roma, I wouldn't look at that game really being too much of a negative and look back at it and be like, oh, you know, what, fuck. Like at the end of the day, yeah, okay, you know, you left there without two points, but you saw some really good things. You mm-hmm. saw your striker that now, because you, I don't have Tammy for more, they say whatever until January, but I think it's going to be, he'll be out for the year because that injury, it's not easy to come back from. Yeah. Belotti stepped up, scored. Who stepped up? Three. The cock. Three out of, what, nice. four chances that game there. One of them called offside. Again, questionable because, you know, he was barely. But, hey, you know what? It is what it is. Still scored two. Kandreva out of 95 years old. <laughs> still scores bangers. Like, and you can't even be mad at it just because of how beautiful the goals always are. And he just and he just makes it look so effortless. And like you know, it's just he ages like fine wine. But yeah, like he's not that guy that's going to be on a big team. He's okay yeah. being there and just scoring these bangers out of nowhere that no one expects. But looking at the Roma side, I think Roma look like a team that they're going to take a little bit to figure things out. 
But I think with the tools that they have that they gave Mourinho, I think this year it's like it's going to be a very important season for them. It's going to be not really a make or break, but it's kind of going to push this team to, you know, a certain direction, whether it's continue on with the, the you know, the core guys you have, you, you know, you keep Dybala as that playmaker and hopefully he stays healthy. You know, you, you extend Mourinho, you keep him on and you just, you try to get, you know, every year, you know, make the real, make the objectives realistic, but every, you know, maybe one, you know, in a couple of years, you guys make a couple more signings. Hey, you know what guys, let's push for the Scudetto. We haven't done it in a very long time. The city deserves it. Let's go all in for it. And they make a move like that. I, I know before I said, oh, Roma's winning the Scudetto, but actually now like seeing them play like this new season, I know it's a day. They still could, especially if they turn around early. But I think there's a lot of things they got to figure out. And with the new signings that they brought in, like I got to see a little bit more like Ronaldo Sanchez. I, I didn't I didn't actually see too much. I had to watch more highlights of him just to kind of see how he played. Wasn't too crazy about him. Um, Padadez came back. He got an assist, which I think that kind of, you know, overweighed really what he did. I think, you know, he, he kind of lost the ball a couple times. Wasn't really playing like that strong guy that he, you know, he is that he just, he, he'll come running at you and he doesn't care if he breaks your legs. That's the kind of Padadez I want to speak, especially for Roma. I feel like they need that kind of guy like a Didossi in that like midfield. And he I think he's kind of that guy. So again, first game, still a lot that can change. I hope, you know, these guys, go up and they start changing and they make Roma and help Roma become a better team. Because again, you guys lost Matic. Like Matic was massive for your team last yeah, year. He yeah. was a big part. Cause you saw when he mm-hmm. wasn't playing in that midfield, you noticed like he was a he played a big part in yeah, last the year. Defensive cover wasn't. As yeah, no, he, dude, he was, was. Guy, for, for his age. He was everywhere. Mm-hmm. He was slow, but he was somehow everywhere. Yeah. That's going to be a hard thing to like to replace and to cover. Belotti, like the, him, you know, taking over for Tammy, I think it'll be beneficial for you guys, especially if you can keep this up. You know, even if it's not every week, yeah. but he can still, you know, still score goals. And he's already more than last year at his whole t- tally of yeah. zero in yeah. Serie A. So if he can keep that up, you guys won't even notice Tammy because last year, everyone admits it, Tammy wasn't that good. Yeah, Tammy was yeah. very, you know, there's a lot of chance that he should have finished that he didn't. And it's nice to see an Italian on Roma back uh, back at striker. It's so, nice to see the cock there, you know. And we both, got, we both got very interesting seasons ahead. Ours being a little bit more chillaxed just because <laughs> yeah when when things are getting busy like we're not playing midweek yeah, nothing like, I'm, I'm literally gonna be following every team this year in all these competitions because i'm not got anything to do during the week i'm just gonna just have the weekends so i like it and i don't but i mean hey this is how you this is where you build this is how you build from the bottom like i said before we needed that as a team to not be in europe yeah. and finally miss it for the first time in a very long time and start fresh yeah. now we make it yeah. we're back in you build from there, not how we were. We were still trying to stay relevant, but then we, we just weren't good enough. Now we're doing things properly, and, and I'm happy with with my team. Yeah, I, I I don't know. For me, Roma, it's make it quick. It's I'm I'm content. I'm not gonna say I'm happy. I'm not gonna say I'm mad. I'm I'm content. You know, I a lot of breath of fresh air that he actually came out firing on all cylinders like that. I love that. Makes me question why we're even looking for a striker. I would look for just a depth striker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that Dybala wasn't there, Pellegrini and Mourinho on the bench, like those are three huge things. So it's still not like a proper depiction of Roma. Mm-hmm. We should have still got a result. We yeah. should have still won that game because I'm sorry, those are just mental lapses. Obviously, you can't stop individual brilliance like that. Mm-hmm. Kandreva played like he yeah. was fucking prime Cruyff for a brief moment. Those goals, whatever. Um, 
But I think for us, it's going to be a really long season. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think it's going to be a lot of ups and downs, a lot of more downs than ups. A lot of controversy. Yeah, like just seeing Sunday, I think that's what was setting me off even more was just literally like all – it's like I have PTSD now. <laughs> you know, like I'm watching the game and it's reminding me of 17 other of other moments that I'm like, fuck, it's happening again. <laughs> the severe really, game pops yeah. like, oh my God, not Like again. everything's going wrong, you know, like it's just – yeah, it's just – I don't know. Roma's going to have a long season. It's okay, Joe. You and me both, man. It's okay. You know what Hopefully. makes up for it? I'll just parlay. Exactly. Maybe Al could give me some money. Hopefully we both <laughs> win some money this year. And I hopefully I end up winning the, the, the final grand total. Yeah, no one wants to go to Roma. Because uh, Al's going to have to come to Roma. Stop. I have chubbiness on my arms, man. Anyways. Thanks, guys. That's it. We're going to end things there, guys. Thanks, I think guys. Joe's, Joe's getting a little bit vicious now. He's going to attack me soon. And he's going to start talking about Roma for another hour or so. <laughs> oh, wait till we go outside. We're going to end things off here, guys. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys haven't yet, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at UltrasXI. Check out our YouTube channel for our new uh, segment that's coming out next week. This week is going to be out on TikTok, so check that out. Keep an eye out for that. That'll be coming out on Friday before the game. And, uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Ciao. See you later.